0: Hello, hello friends. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Brooke. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I just want to preface this episode that this episode is about grief, so there is a lot of heavy emotion. I will probably be pausing it um, and crying and coming back. (laughs) If I can do it in one take, that would be cool too. Um, But I just kind of wanted to do a heart talk today surrounding grief and the holidays and how difficult it can be. And I just really wish that I could be this like resource of like how to navigate this season. But I honestly just feel like sharing and expressing that you're not alone. If you are grieving someone during the this season, you aren't alone. And that's kind of the whole point of this episode today. Um, yeah, like I said, I wish I could like tell you how to navigate it better and how to get through it but i think we just kind of have to feel through it i i don't think there's like a 10 step process to how to work through the holidays with this with this heavy emotion um i was just scrolling tiktok having myself a great day great morning it's 10am um i made a hot chocolate coffee I have been loving putting cocoa in my coffee and then a little bit of oat milk on top, steamed oat milk, and it was so good. And um, I am dog-sitting, so I have my little Winston, the wiener dog nephew, over here for the weekend. Um, And then I was scrolling TikTok, and there was this guy talking about his chemo journey, and I had to exit because I can't really watch any of that stuff, um, maybe at some point, but I think it's really important to notice what triggers those, you know, really heavy emotions, and that's one of them, I, I just, I can't watch anything with chemo right now, whether it's positive or negative, because if it's negative, it just makes me sad, and if it's positive, I just, I honestly just get mad, which is terrible, um, But there's a lot of feeling of it just not being fair. And that's such a hard thing to sit with, you know. Um, I'm just going to get real candid on this episode. When I see, like, older people, (laughs) especially, like, right as my grandma was passing, um, I should kind of rewind a little bit. Um, She was diagnosed with cancer and passed three months later. Um, it happened really quickly. She tried to do chemo. She kind of told us that she was okay. Um, when she very much so wasn't, and she really turned into this person that just wasn't herself at all. And it was really, really challenging to watch her pass in this way. Um, there was definitely moments where we kind of had our heart to heart and I could tell that she was there, you know, but, um, a lot of the time she shut us out, which was just not her at all. And it was definitely the chemo and just kind of the cancer taking over her body. Um, and it was horrific. And Something that's so frustrating is when people say that, you know, at least it went by fast. At least she wasn't struggling for years. And as true as that is, it also was horrific and just a terrible three months. I mean, yeah, watching the decline for three months, um... Watching her turn into someone who was unrecognizable physically and mentally, and her being, you know, um, she was my person. I've talked about her so much on this on this freaking podcast, um, but it just really is so challenging to sit with these emotions, and I feel like at first it was feeling so angry, feeling so sad, you know, you go through all the stages of grief or whatever the fuck and getting so angry and so sad and missing her so much, which those emotions are still very much here and present, but now it's really feeling into, like, honestly, the trauma of it all, and that's just a whole other layer That's really challenging to work through, Um, to think about her, the way that she looked in her last day. Oh, it just is so painful to sit with, and all I was doing was sitting on TikTok, (laughs) sitting on the couch and scrolling TikTok, and this huge wave of grief just passed over me, and I feel so... Uh, out of control when this happens you know um and I've talked to a lot of friends and family about this too and it's such a mutual thing of people that have have lost someone really important to them um those waves of griefs just hit you at like the most inopportune times (laughs) just the most inconvenient times and like today it's just me sitting in her house you know Um, which is so difficult, but so beautiful at once that I'm able to be living here. But also majority of the time it's like when I'm driving or when I'm in the grocery store, like the last time it really happened was, um, I was at the car dealership getting, my mom is using her car or has her car now. And, um, I was at the dealership for her getting Grammy's car serviced. And I was sitting there and one of her absolute favorite songs by Whitney Houston came on. And I was just sitting there weeping in the empty car dealership at like eight in the morning. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God. There was like no other customers around. It was just me weeping to Whitney Houston. (laughs) And all the employees just sitting there. (laughs) oh lord it just is so so heavy this time of year and um I have never been one to like really celebrate Christmas and all of that I I'm kind of a grinch when it comes to this holiday but Grammy always celebrated and decorated her house and everything you know and um I feel like a part of me really wants to celebrate the season because it, in a way it's like celebrating her. And I just really know that like my family doesn't need me to be a Grinch this year. It's already so difficult for us. Um, we're all really tight it, And she was really the, the one that kept us all together. <laughs> um, and it's just really hard to navigate the season. It is um, with Thanksgiving coming up next week and Christmas next month and you know I talked to my therapist um last or when was it what day is it Friday I talked to her on Wednesday and she was like you are going through so much loss right now so much different forms so many different forms of loss um and you know the biggest ones are this loss of identity of being in motherhood now and having that shift and change me in so many different ways and as as it always does if like people that um become parents it just changes you in so many unexpected ways so dealing with that like loss of identity of who i used to be loss of my grandma and heartbreak and losing the person I thought I was gonna you know spend the rest of my life with and there is just so many different layers of grief going on within me and again I wish I could just be this person that like could tell you a cure-all and make it better um but I can't and I don't really think there is a cure-all for any of the. No, I know there isn't a cure-all for any of this. And I feel like such a poor me headspace when I do these kind of ep- episodes, which is so funny because these are the ones that, like, do the best, which is so weird. <laughs> I'm like, you guys just like hearing me be a fucking mess and a nutcase, but okay. Um... With the state of the world right now, with the horrific genocide happening in Gaza that we are funding, I mean, there's just so much going on, Um, and it's hard to feel like that doesn't discount my shit, you know? It's hard to talk about because... It feels like when there's a horrible world event going on, it feels like there's just no room for personal shit or for people to talk about their personal shit, you know? Um, but it's real out here. <laughs> we all have our shit and we're all trying to deal with it and cope in the best ways that we can. Uh It just is so painful right now. I think it's so painful for everyone to see what's going on, to know that our government, who we pay for and we elect and we are, you know, supposed to be, you know, in charge of who's supposed to represent us and having that be so conflicted with, like, our actual, like, what we actually want and how frustrating it is to know that our taxes are going to this. <sighs> I knew this episode was just gonna be so messy, um, but I just needed to sit in this grief and honestly just share this with anybody else who is grieving too. Because it just sucks sometimes. <laughs> I just wish there was a way out. I wish I could pull all the cards in the world and then it just would magically make my life better. (laughs) So anyways, after I was scrolling through TikTok and got off because of the guy talking about his successful chemo treatment, which I'm so happy for him. I am working on being happy for people who have made it. Um... And also being happy for old people, (laughs) that was definitely a surprising thing, um, to come out of this grief with just this anger towards older people. (laughs) I tried to watch The Golden Bachelor last night, (laughs) and they're all in their 70s, and I literally just was so mad that I had to turn off the TV. it just feels so unfair and I'm working on releasing that feeling of it not being fair because I could sit in that forever and it just wouldn't change anything and it would just bring pain and more pain and I know it's not good for me to sit in that headspace um and I try to allow myself to just be sad and grieve when I need to grieve and look like a fool at a fucking car dealership, you know? I also just feel like talking about this surface level society that we live in. And this is so, this is such a perfect example with everything going on in Gaza It's such a perfect example of how shut off we are to our emotions. Because to try and explain this. To try and rationalize this bullshit that we're living through and seeing. And having virtually no control over. And having people bring in politics and reasons of why this genocide should be happening is just fucking unreal and it is the absolute most perfect example of this bullshit society that we live in that everybody just is so guarded and everybody is just so cold and shut off from their actual feelings and emotions and vulnerability is just not welcome in this society and it is so frustrating and I just find it I think it's like the number one problem I truly think that like if we could all and I've literally always thought this but if we could all just focus on connection if we could all just focus on being fucking for real like be for real talk about your vulnerabilities Talk about your real emotions, what you're going through, the heavy shit, the good shit, all of it in between. Like, be real with everyone. If we could just be more of a safe space for people, strangers, friends, family members, whoever the fuck, it just would be such a better world. (laughs) Because then when shit like this happens, we aren't rationalizing it or trying to reason with why... Thousands of children, mothers, people are passing away, getting murdered, and we're sitting here trying to rationalize it. It just is like, (laughs) it just makes me rage. It makes my blood boil. I wish there was some kind of magic spell I could put on everyone to just make them be more honest and make them feel like it's okay to open up to people. And we've all been in situations where we've opened up to someone and known that it wasn't safe and been like, oh shit, like I probably shouldn't have said that. That happens to me all the fucking time. Or used to, I guess used to. Now I'm I'm good at, I hope, I'm getting better at um reading the room. But I also... Going into the holiday season, having to see people that I don't really mesh with usually, Um, having to be around, you know, family members and stuff that I'm just not super close with and for a good reason, you know. I'm not sitting in rooms anymore where I have to hide myself because everybody wants to be fucking fake. That is just so not me. I have no time. I have no space and especially dealing with grief and realizing how short this could all go away, how quickly this could all be gone. I'm not wasting another minute of my time sitting with people talking about the fucking weather, you know? I don't want to talk about the most boring bullshit ever. I'm so bored. I'm so bored. Can we talk about some deep shit And it doesn't always have to be deep, but I do think it should be vulnerable. I do think it should be real. That's what it is. It doesn't have to be deep and dark and we don't have to talk about the mysteries of the world, which of course, like I'm always down for. That is 99% of my brain is that, but it doesn't always have to be something deep and dark and whatever, but like, I'm just talking about being real and not hiding shit and not, it's like, When we're all closed off, what the fuck is the point? What is the point of being here? Like, I I don't see a point. If we aren't able to connect, they're just... Seriously, nothing makes me more frustrated. Because I truly think it is... Like, talk about cure-all. I feel like that is the cure-all. Is being open and honest with people about how you're feeling and having raw, real conversation with people. Real, that means real connection with people. Being able to depend on one another emotionally. And boundaries and all of that are so important as well. You know, because we can only hold so much when we're going through our own shit as well. But I just want us all to get along. <laughs> What's that like Ice Age, the little guy like... Doesn't any money love me? <laughs> what is that audio? Oh my God, I can't think of it. Anyways, I think the biggest thing is just being real with people, sharing what's on your heart, knowing what you can and can't handle. And we're gonna get through this holiday season. We're going to make it through. We always do. I wish life could just be all butterflies and rainbows, but unfortunately, we have to sit through the bullshit as well. And the pain. And it would be so much less lonely if we could all just agree that that is part of life and sit with each other in it. Where did that go? (laughs) Such a necessary part of human life has been lost. And I just feel so sad about it. And I always have, like, since I was a little kid, I know I've talked about like being in school and how I just never felt like I fit in. I never felt like I got along with anyone. And I had one best friend who's still my best friend to this day. But other than that, I just didn't really like anyone because It's not that I didn't like anyone. It was that everybody was just so wrapped up in surface level drama, bullshit, boys, whatever it was. Who likes me? Who doesn't like me? Like, it just was all so fake to me and it was so frustrating. And yeah, anyways, I know I've talked about this before, but it's like, other than the ADHD thing. (laughs) Other than that whole thing throwing a real wrench in my school, my school life, my school career. Um, something I've, I've really always struggled with is that connection because people just aren't willing to go there. And I always feel like I used to attract these type of people. And even in my last relationship, like attracting these type of people who just can't open up and feeling like I'm going to be the savior. Who the fuck do I think I am? thinking I can help people do that. No, like that's not my responsibility. That's nobody's responsibility, but the person it is each our responsibility, our duty to do our work and like figure out how to be vulnerable and yes, create those safe spaces, but also don't do it at the, at the harm of yourself (laughs) being so focused on everybody else. And trying so hard to get other people to open up that you don't even, like, know who you are anymore. I'm done with that. I'm not doing that no more. If you're not gonna be for real, I don't want you in my life. Truly. (laughs) I have the greatest friends. And I feel so lucky to have people in my life that truly get me and vice versa. And we can sit in each other's shit and be happy. (laughs) and be sad together too, and have just real conversation. Anyways, I've been talking about this for 23 minutes now, so I should probably cut it off. (laughs) Oh, if you've made it this far, (laughs) thanks for listening, I guess. (laughs) We're all just here trying to make the best out of this one stupid little tiny life that we have. It's just so beautiful and so ugly and so wonderful and so horrible at the same time. And I think the more that we can just hold it all and hold those conflicting dualities And those intense emotions and hold each other through it. I think that's what it's all about. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Hold your loved ones tight this holiday season. As always, I am forever here to discuss the heavy things and the beautiful things and the ugly things and everything in between. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And hopefully the next episode will be a little bit more fun. (laughs) Maybe I should plan on that. All right. Have a wonderful weekend. Take deep breaths throughout this holiday season and know that we've got each other. You know, you're not doing this alone. I will talk to you all very soon.